0: Welcome back to another episode of Life is Full of Daisies, where we talk all things life and becoming the best versions of ourselves. I'm Daisy Ayala, and on today's episode, we're back, y'all, with part two on all things dating with my guest, Brad Barnes, who is a dating and leadership coach based in Austin, and he helps empower women to own their own power and worth while dating with fun and ease and y'all if you have not checked out part one you need to go back and do so because that was the beginning of our conversation and we definitely hit quite a few uh, topics in that convo we talked about self-worth the mentality we need to go into uh, when we're dating defining um, a dream partner and he also gives us tips on like where to meet new people um, and how to meet and put yourself out there and um, honestly it's an amazing part one to this conversation conversation and you should definitely check it out especially if you are newly single or frustrated in the single life and are having a hard time meeting new guys or new people in general brad definitely hits on a lot of great points and he definitely shifted my own mindset as far as how i do dating and the approach that i take it on but y'all you know what to do you can just hop on over there and listen to that part 1 to hear all the advice that he has to share and I know it's it's tough I know it's a hard uh, thing to do cuz dating is extremely di- more difficult nowadays especially with a lot more apps out there but I think when you shift things and you really start to think about it in a different way and mentality it can definitely ease it up so go listen to that episode and you know we're gonna tune in and continue to have this amazing conversation where he gives us a lot more tips and tricks but y'all before we get going on th- on part two, I want to remind you that the best way you can show your own self self-love is to, of course, treat your teeth, okay? We need to always take care of those pearly whites because a smile is definitely gonna make you stand out a little bit more in this dating world. But one of the things that I always love to recommend to my patients is an electric toothbrush because it does remove more plaque than a manual toothbrush. And the one that I trust and I personally use myself and, and I recommend to a lot of my patients is the Burst Oral Care Toothbrush, which has a lot of the great features that all the top electric toothbrushes have on the market. It has a timer, charcoal bristles, battery that lasts 30 days, a lifetime warranty, and also a subscription to get you a new toothbrush head sent to your house every three months. And has three different settings. It's just an amazing toothbrush overall. And it's at a great price. And if you are interested, you can go to burstoralcare.com and you can use code 7JF tsp to get a 40 percent discount which even makes it better because you know i gotta share the love y'all and it's a great way to take care of yourself as well as your dental needs as always guys don't forget to go on apple and give us a rate and review if you love what you're hearing and the content that i'm bringing because that helps me Reach a bigger audience and obviously continue this platform. But y'all, let's grow together. And if you have an interesting story or just need a little bit of advice, let me know. DM me or email me so that we can talk dating. Um, cause I'm more than happy to be a big sis for y'all. But, but y'all, let's continue this conversation. Enjoy. Which leads me to my next question like, with people doing a lot of dating, like if you don't meet somebody organically and if you're on a dating app, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is there some things that you can do beforehand or like guidelines that you should do beforehand before immediately being like, Oh my gosh, she's the man of my dreams. That's it. I'm done. We need to go on a first date. In reality, it's like back up a little bit. You should probably talk on the phone because everybody hates talking on the phone or Facetiming for some reason. It's, yep. it's our generation. So
1: thing. it totally is. It totally is. So the first question was how to kind of handle that dating app to dating, right? What is going to make you feel comfortable? Can you, first of all, people create this story that like, if I ask them to call me or talk on the phone, that they're going to reject me. And again, can we reinterpret that interpretation to, is your dream partner really going to be unwilling to talk to you on the phone? Is your dream partner going to be really unwilling to FaceTime you before going on a date? Does he prioritize or she prioritize their time or, or whatever easeability over you and making you feel safe and comfortable? The answer is no. So being really clear on like, if someone says no, that's great. Truly take the gift because they're not taking another minute of your time. Yeah. So moving forward, create something that works for you. Test some stuff out. I was really quickly on really quickly on the dating apps and something I saw every single time was, can we FaceTime first before meeting in person? The requests from these girls over and over again, these women, can we FaceTime first? And of course, I mean, I understand right away. I'm like, of course we can. Yeah, let's go. Let's hop on the FaceTime. Like, whatever you want to do. Let's have fun. Like, grab a glass of wine. Let's sit down and, and chat. Soup, right? Because why not? I was looking for my dream partner. I don't care. It Like, I'm not there to go sleep with someone. I'm yeah. there to find my partner. Mm-hmm. And so these are all actually awesome qualifiers to get in and see what they're really committed to. Because their bio could say, ready to find my wife and yep. give you babies. And yep. then they're unwilling to talk on the phone. Like, The Uh -uh, simplest act
0: and they just don't do that.
1: Totally. And it can be uncomfortable for you, especially like as we're, our generations are just less and less comfortable FaceTiming and talking on the phone with strangers. Like I have a friend who's 20. She won't even call a restaurant to ask if they're open. She's so uncomfortable. A piece of that is learned and we all get to break through the things that aren't serving us in our life. And look, that is one of them, right? you're looking at get uncomfortable and make a phone call or potentially have something really scary happen on a date like your life could literally be threatened this could be a catfish it could be a sex trafficker you really don't know but what you have control over is what you're responsible for and so stepping into responsibility and creating boundaries i we get to talk on the phone we get to facetime the biggest thing is take it off the app as soon as possible if you if this person's in alignment and they they you're having a great chat take it off the app, take it to the phone. I know people who have boundaries, like we'll talk back and forth a little bit and then phone call or FaceTime only after that. And it works for them. Like they know what they're calling in and they are so in ownership of what they're worthy of that they're not willing to waste that time. And so to all the women that are listening, like know that you are so allowed to set those boundaries. You are not being whatever these societal things, this construct that has men control over women to make them more submissive and make them whatever this crap is. Like, you don't have to follow any of that. Mm-hmm. Do what you want, take what you want, and be what you want. Like, this world gets to have women who are in that level of power. And my vision for this world and what I'm creating mm-hmm. is that women know that that's possible and that they are hungry and taking what they want and a lot like, creating safe spaces for them. And so I will 100% always say, do whatever you want to do to feel safe and comfortable before stepping into a first date.
0: That's that's beautifully said because I'm always preaching that. When my friends ask me, I'm like, mm, "Have you talked to him? Have you Facetimed him?" I'm like, what? And they're like, "No." Yeah. And I was like, "I was like, okay, well, just put your, um, give me your location, so they'll turn on their location." Or I've even met friends at the place that they were meeting this person, so that they had other friends there already. You know, yep. girls got to stick together.
1: Yeah. And look, th- what is about our world is that you could do everything and still 1% of them could get through. 1% of someone who is is not going to treat you how you deserve. And truly, as much as I hate it, every woman should have pepper spray on her keychain. You just should. If you're dating, if you're walking the street, if you're anything, like I can support you in so many ways to be in responsibility of your environment and what you're creating. But when you're in the environment that's already going to that's that takes you out of safety, if you're already there, if you're already unsafe, have something that's going to make you feel like you always are in control. Mm-hmm. And something like pepper spray, which isn't going to kill anybody, but it for sure is going to scare someone away or are mm-hmm. blind that like stop them from seeing in that yeah. moment. I hate it. I wish it wasn't this, but I will ne- like I also will always empower you to have something to keep you safe. And and I think pepper spray is a great answer for that.
0: That is true. So since we were speaking about dating apps, is there tips that you have for like the best ways to get noticed on a dating app?
1: Oh my God, there's so many. (laughs) First of all, a lot of people have a less is more mentality. It's backwards. You want your app to show who you are. Again, we come back to like, are you wanting to waste your time with someone who only sees a piece of you? Or are you willing to just be vulnerable and say, this is who I am and if you swipe on that, then you know what you're getting, right? A lot of people say what they want on their profile, but really it's your profile. You wouldn't have your work resume say all the jobs you want to have. No, your work resume shows exactly who you are and what you've, what you've created. Your dating app should be the same. So fill it with who you are. Again, back to bars, there are so many pictures of girls sitting at a bar, women sitting at a bar, men sitting at a bar. What are you sourcing? right? You're sourcing someone who's going to be like, oh, she's fun and playful. She's outgoing. She's probably going to put out. These are the stories that men create when they see that. So it's again, not to make you wrong, but if you're stepping into the responsibility, have your photos show what you like to do. So if you like hanging out with your friends, great. Have one picture with your friends and then show you doing what you love. Go to the beach. Um, if you're like, if you're work and you're a lawyer or corporate, whatever, like have a fun, something around that, like try to get what your dream partner list is. Mm-hmm. Try to reflect that in your image, in your photos mm-hmm. and in the questions and, and bio answer. It's truly the secret here. Okay. Be the, have your profile, be the magnet to the dream partner list. So literally look at it outside of it and have your list and go, okay, what are my least top five loving? Okay. Do I have a picture with my my dog that I love so much? Yes. Okay. Great. That shows that I'm loving. I love my pet. I have fun. Like, okay. Great. Next, uh, I'm committed to my job. I'm committed to. I'm committed, motivated, driven. Then have you in like your freaking power suit, like strutting down the street, and an awesome picture of you, right? Like a lot. Really put the time in to have that reflect who you truly are. Again, so you're not wasting your time, and that's the key here. Least amount of time on the apps most amount of viable swipes. That's kind of the formula we're working with, right? So those are some great ways to shift the profile into being that magnet for your dream partner. It's your dating resume. <laughs> 1,000% <laughs> it it's your dating resume. What well, what else would it be, right? Like, who are we kidding? Like, would you put 10 minutes into creating your work resume? No. no. You're going to get a copywriter. You're going to get like a template that's beautiful and crafted so with your dating profile have a friend look at it does this Mm -hmm. reflect me take great pictures go out and have fun with it take good pictures like there's so many really bad mirror selfies or selfies in a bathroom and you're like look let's be honest with what this is it you said it perfectly it's your dating resume so fill that thing up and don't lie because if you lie on your work resume you're going to get caught don't lie on your dating resume what are you sourcing? Someone who's going to lie back to you.
0: Exactly. That's true. So then speaking on like lying, what are some red mm. flags that you should just like <laughs> the general red flags that you should honestly, because some people I honestly feel like they'll they'll look at somebody and they're just like, oh, he seems nice. But it's just like for me, like mirror selfies, red flag. That's just <laughs> that's that's my opinion. But like just to give our audience like what are in general like technically red flags?
1: So I like to watch how people show up in the little moments that don't involve me on dates. Mm-hmm. How do they talk to the waiter? How do they enter the room? Where do they like, what do they do? What's their body language? If they pull up and they valet, do they throw the keys at the guy or are they compassionate? And they're like, hey, thank you so much. And like, right, like the best indicators are how they show up with other people mm-hmm. because we show up as our best version on, our, on, our, on dates, first yep. dates. All the way through, we're trying to be the best version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if somebody, if there's any crack, if someone snaps it away, I had someone in 10 minutes snap at the guy who was taking the valet car. And I said, you know what? This isn't going to work. And I got back in my car and I drove away because those are such red flags. If you're on your best behavior and you just snapped at somebody, what do you think they're going to show up as when they're not on their best behavior? When they've gotten a little comfortable in the relationship so we know red flags this is the thing people try to ignore we know what a red flag looks like we've seen it we've felt it your body has a visceral visceral reaction your stomach gets turned your gut tells you that's a red flag Mm. we know red flags what we don't do is allow them to be red flags because Mm. we are in this mindset of scarcity around dating but he's here. He's giving me his time. Therefore, I owe him something. Or I haven't got a date in three months. So I'm going to ignore that red flag because I just want to find my partner. The breakdown is that that's not the partner. The red flag is a red flag for a reason. And so when we try to hold on to this person because of whatever scarcity conversation we're in about our dating life, mm-hmm. we're actively closing off space for this right person to come in yeah. so when it like i could give you a thousand red flags and like we know red flags they're like they're that they're bright red and standing you in front see of our them.
0: face i mean you see l- them and in your intuition yeah. like a lot of times i tell people i was like let's start to listen to your gut intuition it tells you like you will feel it and every time because i'm so a funny fact is a lot of my friends whenever they were dating a lot of them are married now but a lot of my close friends they would date some guy and then they would bring him around me or introduce him to me. And I immediately would know if they were a good person or if they were a bad person. And I would tell my sister, cause it was kind of an inside thing with my sister and I, and I would tell her, I was like, I don't, that's not going to last. And she'd be like, why? And I was like, there's something about him. I don't like it. I can't explain it, <laughs> but he's not sure enough months later they would break up or whatever. And then I would find out why. And I'd be like, Oh, so listen to that gut yeah. instinct.
1: Totally. And I want to speak into that because Especially, like, the best part about dating is it brings up all our shit. All our shit. Because we're basically, like, opening ourselves up to what feels like being judged by another person. And so many people have that interpretation of they're judging me, I'm judging them, we're seeing if this works. When really, it's like, I'm me, you're you. Do we get does it Like, do we like each other? Do we connect? Do we have chemistry or do we not? It's really all it is, mm-hmm. right? But... What I'm hearing is that you have a great sense of intuition and you have a a strong relationship with that. That can transition into judgment. And that isn't gut, right? And I'm not saying this for you, but I want people to hear that, what what is the end of the sentence? Gut feeling, you don't know why. You just know it's something. That's your gut. I don't like, I have a feeling he's bad because he did this, that might not be your gut. That might be a guy who looked like him that you treated you wrong in your past. That might be a character on TV, I kid you not, that you saw that was bad and they resemble each other and you don't know why, but you're just like, ugh. So when you don't know why, that's a good indicator that it's your gut. When you're when you hear that voice in your head say, Oh, I don't like them because man, those shoes, or he's dressing like a serial killer or whatever it is, just like check in. Mm -hmm. Am I really judging them from me? Or is this my instinct, my intuition?
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Super important. That's
0: a good tip. I mean, that's very good advice because you're right, not everybody is in tune and yeah, we can get very judgmental immediately because our ego or our protective mechanisms kick in. Because we're in Mm -hmm. fight or flight mode, and we don't want to deal with that.
1: Judgment is my ego's go-to. When I was a kid, everyone bullied me. I was the butt of everything. Ever like so, I chose to judge people before they could hurt me. So I already had something wrong with them Mm -hmm. before. Once so when they said it to me, it's yeah, but they're blank. That was where my ego went, and it built Mm -hmm. this defense mechanism up. I'm going to judge them. Before they can hurt me, mm-hmm. so for me, I always know that my judgment is going to come up first when I'm when I'm in fear, when I'm scared, when anything, when I'm triggered, my ego goes to judgment, and so mm-hmm. it's really powerful to just get to know that about yourself. And there are awesome trainings, and one of them is is the center I work for mm-hmm. that gives you that insight, like like what are where do I go? Mm-hmm. Fight, flight, or freeze is a great example, right? You said freeze? Is that what you said? I said
0: flight or, flight. Flight. Flight or fight. I think yeah. I said
1: that. Yeah. So like everyone, when they're scared, mm-hmm. their ego wants to do one of those things and fight. You're going to, you get aggressive. You fight back. You want to be right. Flight, you run away, avoid someone else's problem or you freeze like, okay, cause someone picked this up. I'm going to just sit here and like, let's hope it brushes away. Mm-hmm. Avoiding, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has those go-tos. And so- awareness is part of that self-work, right? Bringing awareness Mm -hmm. to how you show up, where your ego likes to go. And um, there are some awesome tools and trainings that can support you in actually rewiring and interrupting that Mm -hmm. so that you can get out of your own way Mm -hmm. and present your authentic self in front of someone else's authentic self. And that's where you start the real foundation for a beautiful, incredible, honestly can feel like a fairy tale relationship because you're willing to risk being seen, you're willing to risk mm-hmm. being right, what you know to be true, to create the we of a relationship and and build up that and know that you're not filling um, – someone's not the other half, mm-hmm. but you are a whole and complete human and they're a whole and complete mm-hmm. human and you are creating a we together. And that is mm, – that's the juice right there. I
0: love that you said that they're a whole human and you're a whole human because there's this huge misconception like – there's a missing piece and they will complete me. And I I cringe when I hear that because I used to believe that I'll be the first to admit. But to be honest, you are your own amazing person. You are whole, you, the only person you need is you to love yourself. And then another amazing person comes along and then you just make like just two magnis- magnificent people or a couple or, you know, you become yeah. a powerhouse. That's the way I kind of started viewing it.
1: Yeah, and there's a great test, super easy test. If you were to remove X, would you still be whole and complete? So if, if you were to remove this person, would you feel whole and complete? Now the people who think that it's their other half, no, I'm, I'm going to be depressed and sad and, and I'm not going to be able to be whatever, right? Okay, Mm -hmm. great. You get to fill that gap so that if my partner leaves, I'm still showing up loving, committed, Passionate. I'm still committed to making this world a better place, whatever it is. Same with my job. If I were, if my coaching business were to disappear, would I still be able to spread love, safety, trust, intimacy, vulnerability with other human beings? And the answer is yes, because it's not outside of me. It doesn't lie in an exterior force. And that is like, oh my God, it's such a powerful way to, again, be in the ownership of I am. Complete and whole. I am responsible for my life. Everything that happens around me is my doing, which means I get to clean it up and I can create whatever I want Mm -hmm. and can create whatever I want. Like, seriously, you have like a magic wand. Like, I want this and you can create it because you know how to be it.
0: It's so true. It's it's, I mean, there's a lot of power in that mindset once you encompass it. But you have to get to that point to really see that power.
1: Totally. Totally.
0: So then, let's moving on. I had one specific uh, follower ask me this question, and they said, okay. "How do you recognize in early stages if he is not truly committed?"
1: Um, one, it, how? Where else would he be possibly be committed? And is he committed? Is he committed? If he says he goes to the gym and is committed to his health, does he actually go? Is he committed to his job? Okay, well, like just kind of look, is he really committed or does he talk about his job? Like I have to, right. Mm -hmm. If you have to, you're not committed. You're a victim to your job. Mm -hmm. No. So it's great to look at where they show up other other places Um, because actions speak louder than words. And we've all heard that. Right. And this is a great place. Like we can say, I am committed to you. I am committed to this relationship. I will do whatever it takes to be here. Mm -hmm. And They, every, if you have one hour, like after work, you have one hour and they constantly choose to go play video games or go to a bar instead of give you that hour. That is a, that is feedback that they're not committed. Their words and their actions are not in alignment. Mm -hmm. So really being able to look at how they show up Mm -hmm. and is how they're showing up in alignment with what they say. Um, Really powerful tool. And Mm -hmm. I know that when you love someone or you are wanting someone to you're wanting to be in a relationship and you're wanting to love someone it can be really hard to hold those boundaries. What I'd say to that is get a get a group of friends, even if it's just one friend around you. That's going to give you really honest feedback about what they see and trust and that you trust fully. And that's a really powerful place for a friend to come in and go, "Hey, I just want to show you what I saw." I saw him choose something small over you. I I saw him choosing comfort over spending time with you. I saw him do this instead of what he said he was committed to. I want to share that with you because I know what you want. And I'm seeing someone step out of the alignment of that. And when you have relationships like that, it's a lot harder to ignore those red flags, which that's a red flag. If someone says they're committed and they're, they're showing up not committed to the relationship or not committed to things they say they're committed to, um, that's a red flag and you don't get to ignore it.
0: I mean, that's true. I think we get in a a place where, like I said, because of society and what we consider a true relationship or a romantic relationship, we miss all these things. We miss the red flags. And I'm always like, "Mm, you got to be on the eye and and it wasn't until like what year and a half ago is when i started to looking at people as who they were and i'm like i'm a person they're a person like you were saying earlier but i just literally just observe how if their yeah. actions if their words and their actions meet and are equal if they don't then i'm just going to start questioning like mm, this person isn't really what i want or they're not at the same level that i'm at in life
1: yeah A really powerful reinterpretation of dating Mm -hmm. is this. Instead of, I am going to go find my dream partner, when you meet a new person, shift it to, I'm going to go create relationship. And that allows this person to fall into the friend category. If they're meant to be that in your life, it allows them to maybe be a business partner or it allows them to be a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. But- if you're committed to only seeing them through one lens, then you're limiting the possibility of the relationship that you're creating. And it's not to say you're not worthy of your dream partner, but to go in to a date and go, you have to be this person. Well, you don't really have control over that. But if you go in going, I'm gonna create a relationship, you're gonna show up more compassionate, you're going to show up more open because you're not trying to fit them in a box with your beliefs and what you want, but you're just going to allow them to be them. And you're not going to judge it because look, I have friends that don't believe what I believe, but there's so many core values that we share that our relationships are incredible and deep and and purposeful. But if I had only seen them through, I want you to be my girlfriend or whatever, then it would it was that or nothing. And so yes, have your eye set on this dream partner. And know that if you're just out to create relationship, because truly like relationship is what the human being soul craves most, solitary confinement is the most torture you can put someone in because you remove their ability to be in relationship with another person. So humans desire and crave relationship. So go out and just create relationships. Your friendships are going to explode. You're going to have more friends than you know what to do with. Your business opportunities are going to explode and one of them is going to be this person that wants to be on that journey with you. And it also takes so much pressure off, right? (laughs) It does. Perfect example. You said it perfectly. I show up with my friends this way and and on a date this way. Well, what if they all were just relationships and one person you sleep with and one person you share a home with and have kids with and another person's your best friend you call and you hang out with in this capacity and one's your dad and one's your, right? Like they're all just relationships and it's so much easier when you're just building relationships. It
0: is true. Like when you just take the pressure off of it where you're just like, I am me, this person's this. I'm gonna check out to see like where we fit in, if if it's anything. Yeah. And then you decide like, okay, these this person's a value. I want to explore more, or this person, it's just we don't we're not in the right alignment or fit. And then you move on. Yeah.
1: Totally. It takes off the they're rejecting me conversation yeah. Yeah. it really pulls that back which is really important
0: mm-hmm. um
1: so many people bad date bad date bad date or if they call it a failed date because it didn't turn into the next date and all of a sudden now they believe that they're undateable
0: yeah oh yeah
1: and that's just not true like, and it's only your responsibility to interrupt that ego conversation and go no i am dateable i am worth it i'm going to shift where i'm going for these dates I'm gonna shift how I'm showing up on these dates because that's what I'm responsible for. Yeah, really
0: powerful. That is that is extremely powerful, and I think once you shift it, it. it I, I'm I'm excited to hear like my listeners that actually give me feedback on this episode and see how they implemented some of these things. I'm excited to see how things shift for them. So that's always a great thing to to be able to look forward to.
1: Me too. Yeah, I my intention was to land some context and then some ways to actually implement. So, mm-hmm. throughout that should be some context as to why why it matters, mm-hmm. and then actually how to put it in practice. Because mm-hmm. I think we get to conceptually know why we're doing something, and then actually how to make it real. Mm-hmm. So I hope uh, I hope you guys all got that out of it and are able to really shift what you're what you're creating.
0: I think they will. I think they definitely will. And then one other question before I mean this is a great interview, and we could probably keep talking forever, but. Right. One other question is, when, how many dates or at what point do you decide to become physically intimate?
1: This is such a good question. One, because society has told us that no matter what we do, we're wrong because mm-hmm. we're being intimate with a person that we're not married to. So let's be really clear that none of that matters. Mm-hmm. And you make your choice. And whatever your choice is, it's your choice. To reverse that, a partner that has been in alignment for me, it didn't matter when when I was ready to be in that, when I wanted to be in that and I just chose to be, mm-hmm. and didn't allow myself to go, oh, it hasn't been five dates, it hasn't been ten dates. Uh, I don't when I let that go and just did, it never was it, n- it never backfired on me mm-hmm. And so to reframe that entire question and just simply into when our relationship, calls for the next level, of mm-hmm. physical intimacy, I'm going to choose it. Mm-hmm. And know that no matter what you hear in society, it doesn't matter how many people you've had sex with. It doesn't matter how quickly you've had sex with them. Like it, it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And your partner's not going to care just like you don't care for them yeah. because it's all in the past. Their journey got them to you. Celebrate the fact that whatever they chose to do got them to you. Mm-hmm. and know that it has nothing to do with you or your relationship moving forward. Yeah, that. So, mm-hmm. trust yourself. Truly, trust yourself. Be in the dialogue about it. Like there are things that we deem taboo to talk about in relationship, mm-hmm. and sex is such a big piece of that. Mm-hmm. But if you step into the vulnerability and intimacy of let's just be in a be in a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um You both, the we of your relationship, which is ultimately what's going to come together and create the physical intimacy, right? It's not an I conversation. It's a we conversation. Um, You'll be in alignment together. And that's what's most important, that you are in the decision together and you're choosing to take the next step into your relationship. For some people, that's week one. For some people, that's week 52. For some people, that's marriage. And it's all great as long as you're making the choice and you're making it together.
0: That's true. But you know, there's other dating coaches that say you shouldn't be physically intimate until there is a mutual or exclusive exclusive relationship involved.
1: <clears throat> I think that in the society we live in, that that term is just so murky. Like exclusive it's an it's an energetic connection. It's not a like it doesn't live in the words, it lives in the commitment. So I choose to see it as simply stepping into the next step of your relationship Mm -hmm. when you're connect, when you've established connection Mm -hmm. um, and that's emotional connection, right? When you've established emotional connection together, the next step is to see if you have physical connection and to step into the physical connection you share together. Mm -hmm. Emotional connection should be the ground floor because that's where the physical connection adds the next layer of depth. Without it, it's just physical connection. But when you have emotional connection and you meet it with physical connection, Mm -hmm. that's where the relationship can really deepen. And that's where stepping into intimacy can be really valuable. So I hear that. Like I hear get a commitment from them. And that's usually because people, people can choose a partner who isn't being trustworthy. They're not being honest about what they want. And that's where communication's a big piece. Talk about it. Talk about where your relationship's at. Like my favorite question is, where's our relationship at? And that's feedback that you have not been communicating enough up until that point. So I don't know any woman who doesn't want communication as one of the pillars of their relationship. Mm-hmm. I just don't. It's inherently something that women are gifted at and blessed to just be open and have that channel Um, of communication and dialogue. And so of course you want to receive it back no matter what gender you're in relationship with. So again, choosing into communication, choosing into talking about it. I knew personally, I knew my partner's trauma around, around physical intimacy and we talked about it and I got to create a much safer space for her so that the we of our relationship grew deeper into that safety and connection instead of me not knowing and not being able to show up and, and be in the connection of that, be in the intimacy of that. Um, so it's a, it's a two, this is where one of the first opportunities you're playing team together. It's Mm -hmm. one of the first moments you're stepping into truly like an us conversation. And so be in that together and God, it makes it so much better. Like when, when you're, when you have that deep emotional connection, emotional intimacy, um, you're only deepening it by creating physical intimacy on top of that.
0: That Now that, that I mean that's true. I mean that's kind of like what I follow. Like I don't have a guideline per se of it, but yeah. you know, I I crave that emotional um, connection first and I need to see like you're showing up like you say you're showing up mm-hmm. before I can trust you to be able to have that part of me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think the mindset behind get a commitment from them before mm-hmm. having sex is mm-hmm you're gonna see if they're gonna run if they're just in it for sex. And I hear mm-hmm. that, I, I hear that. I just think it's not the only way mm-hmm. to know if they're truly committed to the relationship. And mm-hmm. so that's why I don't use it as a, you know, a be all end all. Mm-hmm. There are so many ways to know their commitment and them choosing in that moment to be exclusive with you. I mean, I don't know if I've ever stepped into a real relationship and not been exclusive the second that I felt that spark. Cause for me, I want to keep my space clean. I want to keep that energy clean so that I'm able to only be creating with this person who passed, like they fit my list. They get, the spark is there. I want to be all in. Yeah. And, and, um, I think something I always sourced was a partner who met me there. And if they didn't, another great flag that they're not where I am. They're not ready. They're not who I'm supposed to be with. And so I got to release them and continue searching.
0: No, nope, that That's the way it should be. And all, a lot of men should kind of take after that, but you know we're We're still all growing and learning.
1: 100 percent, yeah. And as much as you know, and i I dating coach only with women, but in my leadership trainings, you know, I've got all the different human beings from all the different ages. Um, and so for the women out there that are like, I want someone who's committed to doing the work and growing, they exist, step into some environments where they are, right? You want someone who's really committed to personal development go to some co-ed personal development seminars and trainings. Mm -hmm. Like what a great place to meet that person, right? And Mm -hmm. that's the fundamental value, uh, the the foundation of go into environments Mm -hmm. where your dream partner would exist. And so, yeah, they're out there. I promise I work with so many of them. I mean, I worked with about 200 people last year and half of them were men. So know that like they're out there, just continue to, to know what you're worthy of and deepen into environments where they might exist.
0: Okay, that's a very good tip right there. So then Brad, we've taken up a lot of your time, but is there any last words or uh, words of wisdom that you wanna leave the uh, my listeners with?
1: Know that you are worthy of exactly what you want. Never allow anything that you come up against to dictate your worth. You are worthy because you're human. You're worthy because you breathe. You're worthy because you are here. And so if that is the first breakthrough you get to experience, then before even stepping into dating, start to fall in love with yourself, start to believe that you're worthy, start to treat yourself the way that you would treat this partner, start to treat yourself the way you're going to show up for your, your dream partner, and, and see how everything around you starts to elevate in that. Um, if I could give anyone anything, it's that. Love yourself, fall in love with yourself, treat, your, treat yourself as the temple that you are, and whatever's happened to you, whatever you believe in this moment to be true about you. If it doesn't serve you, it's not true and let it go. And and everything you want is around the corner of that. Everything you want is on the other side of that. So um, you can, I'm gonna I'm a plug me, but you can follow me at Brad J. Barnes. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. I put out a bunch of content on TikTok that will motivate you, inspire you and give you real tips on, on dating, um, and truly reach out in any capacity, whether you want to join something free or join something that's, that's more exclusive and intense, whatever it is. Um, you coming to me allows my vision to live bigger and brighter. So, Mm -hmm. um, come play in any capacity and just know that you're worthy.
0: Well, thank you so much. And then you do you have a website because you I'm going to tag like your TikTok and your Instagram on when I do the uh, actual post for the episode. But do you have a website that people if they want to go check you out or check, you know, get a hold of you that way?
1: Totally. So 100 percent, the best way to communicate is through one of these social platforms. Um, My website is Brad J. Barnes. Everything is Brad J. Barnes. It's so easy. Um, and so that will display like what's available to work with me mm-hmm. at, at any given time So it's about to step into this three workshop training that i'm offering mm-hmm. Um, the first one's completely free you can come to the first one and just experience it Um, and mm-hmm. if you want to do the other two the option lies, so that'll be the first thing available mm-hmm. Um, they on the website and that will just continue to Develop and grow as we can open up in person. Um, and then also If any of the leadership and emotional intelligence side of everything I've kind of been stepping into lights you up or inspires Mm -hmm. you, um, you can come to our in-person trainings at alaeq.com. And you can come learn all of that mindset work all in seven days of training um, and just completely transform your life in seven days. One of the most powerful things I ever got to do, um, and now I stand a source for. So please come and experience whatever... Whatever you're being called to.
0: Yeah. And you know, however this resonates with you, let it be and follow it.
1: Mm, I love it.
0: <laughs> well, thank you again, Brad, for just joining us and giving us so much knowledge. And if y'all want to reach out to him, you go right ahead because I can tell you working on yourself is the best investment that you can make um, by any means. Like that's mm. the best thing you can do for yourself is truly learn your worth and truly learn how to just be a better you which is what we're all about, so.
1: I love it. Thanks for having me, Daisy.
0: No problem. And this wraps up this week's episode of Life is Full of Daisies all on dating. And it also wraps up our series on love, relationships, marriage. And I truly have had a lot of fun and have learned so much in just bringing y'all Um. All the different episodes and all the different information because it was truly important for me to make sure I answered all the questions that y'all have submitted as well as also give you a very well-rounded set of episodes that would help you in your relationships, your marriage, your singleness, just everything in general and I honestly learned quite a bit along the way as i was doing these interviews and it truly helped me set my mindset in a different place as well as just looking at relationships completely different not even just romantic relationships even platonic and 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 whatnot and i truly hope that it brought all of these things to you as well i know that you know in relationships and as we age we all start to change, and it's very important that you choose a partner that is also going to be understanding of those changes, but also is going to be willing to adapt and grow together. Um, I think that's one of the biggest and most crucial things that we should do as as individuals, um, but also as a couple. And it's also super important to have your own identity, have your own, be your own person, and knowing that you are amazing and just as wonderful and whoever you choose to bring into your life should be equal to that and should inspire you to be even more but just remember you are complete on your own and especially to all my single people i know that this concept is sometimes a little harder to grasp and we feel like we need to have someone to complete us but in reality you really don't you need yourself that's who you really need that's the biggest number one type of love you should always have is with yourself. That self-love is number one, y'all. And um, that's something that I honestly have taken a few years to learn um, but it's definitely helped me in making better decisions as far as like who I date and how I do that and the biggest thing I want my single people to take away is don't give up I know it's hard I know it's frustrating and I know that it can be it can just look like a task on its own but I hope that these last two episodes have really brought y'all some insight have really taken y'all into a different mindset and just given you the tools to really put yourself forth now if you just want to you you know, go have fun, by all means, go have your fun as long as that is what's right for you. And that is what you truly are wanting at this moment in life. But if you are really wanting to project yourself into a different area in life, and you really want to be serious about finding someone doing the work, finding that dream partner is definitely important. And I do want to mention that Brad is having his next workshop on March 3rd for the dream partner workshop. And I'm going to be joining in on that. So if you want to join me, you're more than welcome to, I'll be putting the information to that in the episode info, as well as on our Instagram so that you can all join in if you are really serious and you just want to even hone in more into what that is. Um, because dating's scary it's hard to just and exhausting also and I'll, I'll share a story with you I was talking to my therapist um, a few weeks ago and she had asked me she's like so do you feel like you're ready to date and I told her I was like, yeah I feel like I'm, I'm ready to finally put myself out there and if the right person comes along I'm not gonna waste my time because there's you know there's I got a lot of other stuff going on but I told her I was like yeah I'm ready but I'm afraid to pick the wrong person or to allow that person to stay in my life and she's like it's okay to be afraid that's very normal and human she's like but just realize that you've done the work and now you have the right tools to be able to figure it out a lot faster so you're not wasting your time so don't be afraid you know go in with caution but always put your best foot forward be your truest self and form and the right person will align with all those things you know if that good old saying if they wanted to they would trust me if somebody's really interested in you and in they're meant to be in your life they're going to put in the work to be a part of that life so y'all go out there and do you booze and you know i want to thank both my guests Corey and brad for coming on and just sharing all the advice especially with you know on marriage and dating so y'all If you haven't listened to any of those episodes, go back and do so because this month was all about love and developing the relationships that we have with those people or for our future partners. Um, But y'all, it's been fun. It's been another amazing episode. As always, don't forget to follow us on Life is Full of Daisies on Instagram where you can DM me or you can email me at hello daisy at gmail.com. That is H E L L O D E I S S Y at gmail.com. And it's been fun, it's been real. And I will leave you with these amazing words. If no one has told you today or lately, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. So go out there and do something amazing. And don't forget to be kind along the way, especially to yourself, and do an act of kindness. Bye!